Hi, this is Sean Blackshear, life insurance broker for First Family Life Allegiance. Did you know that life insurance not only will cover you if you pass away, but it's also used to build a legacy for your family. It can also help you generate income. It can protect your mortgage and it can cover you with any kind of medical affliction. Please contact me at 314-374-3412. Or please drop me a message on on Facebook and like the page at First Family Life Allegiance or go to my website, firstfamilylifeallegiance.com and schedule an appointment and I'll call you at a time that works for you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the And I Am Podcast. This is your host. This is your coach and Billingsley. Blessings, blessings, blessings to you all. Today, we'll dive right in. We have none other than the beautiful, the intelligent, the therapist that's being used by God, Lena Chapman. Blessings to you, Lena. Hello, hello. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Lena Chapman here. How you guys doing? Blessings, blessings. Thank you so much for coming, Lena. This is a, a this is going to be um, a very, very sensitive topic. This is a very powerful topic, and it's a much needed topic. I have a few questions, and I'm sure that the listeners may have a few questions. So at the end, we will give them the information to be able to contact you. Absolutely. All right. So let's dive right in. So every time that I do a podcast, of course, I I start off with the scripture. And um, today we will, uh, our scripture is going to come from Proverbs 15 and 22, which says, plans fail for lack of counsel, but many advisors, they succeed. So we're going to just talk about how um, a counselor, how it is so important to have a counselor in your life, to have uh, someone of wisdom and knowledge and someone also with the uh, license, which, you know, the professionalism of a counselor, because I used to hear um, many, many years ago, a person that said, take my advice because I don't use it. That's not always a positive thing. We also we, we want to make sure we're getting advice from a trusted voice, Absolutely. from a trusted life, and also someone that is called by God. In my that's my opinion. Amen. Um, if that's the truth, you know, if <laughs> that's the, the the walk that you're walking in. Amen. Um, so my first question to you, uh, Lena, is how long have you? Well, first off, who is Lena Chapman? All right, all right. So, of course, my name is Lena Chapman, and I am the co-owner of Haven of Support Counseling Services located in St. Louis, Missouri. And um, I am the co-owner along with my beautiful friend, Ashley Reese. Um, And um, we uh, have been in private practice for uh, almost two years. It's been two years. Yep, it's been two years. And so I've been in the mental health field for over 12 years. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I feel old, but yes, maybe I feel wise, right? And so um, that's who I am. Um, And so I am uh, walking in my ministry of counseling because counseling is ministry. And so um, most importantly, uh, with my counseling, you know, I do individuals and couples and adolescents and children. But most importantly, um, my heart is for God and my heart is toward God and I am a vessel being used by God. I am a therapist being used by God and I am a therapist after God's heart because uh, this will be vanity to me if he was not present and I did not acknowledge the gift that he has given me. So that is pretty much who I am. I can go on and on, but uh, let's get to it. <laughs> amen. Amen. That is so awesome, uh, Lena. Um, this is a question that I have for you um, before we move forward. I wanted to stop right here and just take a look back into our lifeline and ask you this question. If you could speak to your younger self, what would you tell her? Oh, my goodness. That is a wonderful, humongous question. Mm-hmm. And so I ask my clients this all the time, but I don't think anyone has ever asked me this. So what would I say to my younger self? I would tell that little girl that you're beautiful and that you stay confident and you stay strong and you keep your eyes on Christ Jesus and don't let anyone 
someone uh, deter uh, or detour you away from the promise of God. And I would tell that little girl that even though the pain and the trauma um, and the loneliness and the um, um, lack of a, uh, nurturing and attachment, even though that has happened, it won't kill you, but it will make you stronger. So that's what I would tell my younger self. <laughs> Amen. That is awesome. And just to uh, add on to that, that is something that someone asked me that was writing one day and she wanted to add my, um, you know, my answer into her literature. So she told me that she asked me that question and I said, hmm, and it made me think back. What I would tell my younger self is um, it's not personal, it's purposeful. I've been through so many different things that I took personal, so many different hits, and so many times the enemy tried to stop me, and I thought it was, oh, whoa, it's me, Uh, poor me, I had a victim mindset, but I was emotionally um, traumatized, I had emotional trauma, so I would tell that young girl that, you know, it's not personal, it's purposeful, and I would make more purposeful decisions, Um, however, I have no regrets, you know, no shame, no regrets, however, if I wish to speak to my younger self, that's something I would say. I into, absolutely love You know, that. just to keep going. So I did bring that part up about me just to say, if someone else is out there living as I was living with so much emotional trauma, what is some things that you would tell them? And what is the importance of having a, going to see a therapist, going to see a counselor? What is so important about that when you are living with so much emotional trauma? Um, the importance of it is, is because when you're living with it, that means you're internalizing it. That means you're holding it in the inside. And when, when we hold things in the inside, it affects everything. It affects our physical. So, of course, stress um, can cause issues with your heart, your stomach, um, you know, um, your breathing, your mind, all types of things. So that was what stress does, especially when you hold things in. Okay, so that's the physical. Now, spiritually, you are heavy. You are heavy spiritually, and so you cannot walk completely in purpose. You're walking in a in a, a portion of your purpose, but not completely because you're so heavy. And then mentally, here, mentally, when you're so stressed and things like that, you can't think properly. How can you make sound decisions when you have your trauma lens on? How can you really um, be able to make um, <clears throat> good relationships or have good relationships and um, good conversation when we are so traumatized that we take offense? Mm. We're so traumatized that we become paranoid. And so that is why it is so important to go to counseling. It is so important. And the earlier you go, the better Mm. the sooner the better do not wait till that house is on fire and engulfed in flames to go try to get a cup of water and throw it on that house to say Mm. oh i hope it gets put out no 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 when you see the fire put it out then get someone to help you to put it out and that's what a therapist does if you're experiencing any type of trauma, try to, and I know it's uncomfortable and I know it's scary and I know that it's not, it's very much easier said than done, but go ahead if you can and do it scared. Do it afraid. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Um, so with that being said, let's shift this uh, conversation to what is becoming very popular nowadays. And I just want to bring some clarity to this to this area. A lot of people are talking about mental health. Yes. It's becoming like a trend, almost yes. like cliche, but it is a very, very important. And when I said sensitive in the beginning of this podcast, that's the part I want to talk about. I remember asking you a question one day saying, what do people mean by mental health? Is that saying mental health being good or mental health being bad? Why is that term mental health just out there like that? It's almost like it's floating. And nowadays, um, it's becoming like uh, when you used to have name brand bag. Yes. Used to get the name brand shoes. Now, if you just say mental health, you know, you look cool. Yes. But it's mental health is so, so sensitive because I can remember a time being so emotionally traumatized, so emotionally damaged that the enemy did come after my mind. In 2016, I just remember saying, you know what? I think I'm crazy. I think that 
and I use that term lightly, of course, mm-hmm. um, in my ignorance, not knowing what crazy really meant. Mm-hmm. I just thought it just meant your mind. You can't grab hold to your mind and keep a hold to it. So um, that's the question that I would have for you. What um, mental, how important is mental health? And then should we be saying mental health checkup or uh, great mental health? Or does mental health stand alone like, you know, people use it? And um, what's just give us enlighten us on that term. Absolutely. So mental health. Oh, my goodness. If it was in flashing lights and you're driving down Hollywood Boulevard and it's mental health. Oh, my gosh. Bright lights, camera, glitter. Yeah, we see it awesome but that is my fear and and seriously that is my fear that mental health is this trendy this trendy uh, bag everyone likes it Ooh, it's like the gucci uh the gucci um belts and the things of that nature that frightens me and the mm. reason why is because yes i'm happy that people are taking um um, taking it more seriously however I do not want it to go out as a trend it needs to stay mm-hmm. okay so when we talk about mental health mental health is the overall well-being of your psychological and emotional being okay and so when we say mental health that's what we mean just like physical health you know physical health would be taking care of yourself making sure that you know your your heart's working good and, and your blood pressure and things of that nature and weight and all that good stuff so mental health that's what mental health is is making sure that your mind is together it's the health of your mind but when people hear mental health they sometimes hear mental illness Mm -hmm. so sometimes when you say something about mental health people automatically say that you are you are some people automatically think excuse me that you are over here somewhere like um just depressed or you're saying that they're all out of their mind or they, they're not thinking properly or things of that nature so that's why people kind of when they use that term some people don't know what you're talking about because it's just like okay are you trying to call me crazy or are you trying to say that i just you know need to take care of my mental well-being and so um i, I do agree with you on that topic when we talk about mental health is that i don't want it to be a trend I don't want it to be a trend and it's so trendy everyone has something to say about it but it's like okay but are we practicing it? are we truly practicing it or it's just having a therapist just like having a gucci uh a gucci uh, belt that just matches the outfit wow Wow, I really love that answer. Amen. I hope that this is enlightening someone out there. I hope that you are taking notes and taking heed that mental health is so very much important. It's um, something that I was thinking about because I usually announce that, you know, Lena Chapman is my counselor. Lena Chapman, she's my counselor. I went to her before and Lena Chapman and I'm always saying her name. Um, But the other day, the Lord really, really convicted me. Um, And I wouldn't say in a negative way but it was a more like uh, this is not a trend this is not nothing you just go and announce this is something sacred that you that I, I allow you to meet someone that has the heart of God, that has the professionalism and the gift of counseling and therapists. This is something so sacred that is not to be announced to everyone. Absolutely. So I really had to draw back. Yeah. <laughs> I had to I draw back that. from yeah. that. Um, I do see the way that he moves. He can connect you and bless you just by someone telling them about you, mm-hmm. but they don't have to know. I go to her too because um, now this is just personal this has nothing to do with anyone else so I'll just say this because when it's time for me and this is what he revealed to me to say hey I think you should go to this person because God let me um, to know her when I'm telling them that they should go to you and I'm saying your name consistently Mm -hmm. you know like it's so personal that people can think to themselves which many people do but is she confidential Mm -hmm. if I share with her would she call that person that's telling me that she's always going to her talking to her and you know would she be able to keep my uh, confidentiality my business in um you know to call myself like a ninja oh wow like a night ninja oh wow (laughs) undercover agent and i said yeah (laughs) it's kind of funny to me but on a serious (laughs) a more serious note it is so important for me to keep people's confidentiality. Of course, that is part of our statement that we use in therapy, but it's so important, not only that it's legal, but because I, I, there's a work to do. 
and I don't want to misuse my ministry and misuse the gift of helping someone become helping assisting notice I use those words helping and assisting someone to get deliverance because I can't keep my mouth shut that's how important it is to me and so even it's almost to the point where if I see a maybe a client in public and I'll tell them that I probably won't speak to you because if someone is with me I don't want to have to do this whole well who's that and then I'm like right (laughs) I don't even do that I don't talk to my husband about clients you know how you it's like okay I don't tell anybody but it's like my husband don't count no 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 no. he he, mm -mm. it's him too I don't say anything when when that session's over it's done Wow. It's done. Amen. Yes. So I, confidentiality is very important to me. Not only because it's my um, um, legal, I'm legally bound, but I'm spiritually bound. Amen. I have accountability to someone. Oh, my God. So the That's father. Awesome. I, got, I got accountability. And listen, I don't want to look. I don't want to cross him. Amen. Okay. Amen. <laughs> that is so good. I actually had a question about that, but I can see that that shift in that direction. You said not only are you legally bound, but you're spiritually bound. Yes. To, to have great, um, strong confidentiality. Yes. So I just want to tell the listeners out there today. Um, Think about it again. Those who have said, I don't want to share my business. I don't want to tell this person. They might tell uh, someone else or they may, uh, you know, just judge them. Some people may feel judged. Yes. But are you willing to feel judged to get love? Are you willing to feel judged to feel now? I say judged to move forward, to, to get to the process and go through the process that the Lord wants to take you through. Um, that was one of my questions. It just says, have you even in the past, uh, even as a teenager, did you see your purpose? Did you see your um, gift in confidentiality? Did you see your gift in counseling? Did you see your gift yeah. at all? <laughs> I wanted to be an actress. Oh, <laughs> That's really? what I wanted to be an actress. Yes. Yeah, so no, I counseling. What? No. What? No. No. Wow. I did not see it. Um, yeah, I mean, as a teenager, people will come to you and talk to you about different things. But even that, I, it never just struck a chord with me. Like, I really like giving out advice. And keep in mind, counselors, that is not our purpose to give out advice, okay? it's Our purpose is to help you find the answer that's best for your life, okay? Um, but um, even in the, since as a teenager, no, um, I, I, I did not see it until after uh, my first it's either my first semester in college or my first year in college and I was in acting class or um, um, some of my acting classes getting into my major as mass communication theater arts and I was like I don't fit in with these people like you know I I love to do what I do but I'm like I don't fit in Wow. and so I'm like okay but this is what I wanted to go to school for. I have nothing else in, in me to say. Like, I don't know what else I can do. And so one evening, I remember I was laying across one of my roommate's bed, and she had an abnormal psychology book laying on her bed, and I decided to open it. And I was reading it. And I was like, this is very interesting. I think I'm going to change my major to psychology. Wow. Yep. Wow. So that's how that happened. So, no, it, I, I, as I'm thinking back, and these are some really good questions because people don't ask me stuff like that. So as I think back, no, I could not say that this was like, okay, this was just, this was Lena. This is my area. No, I would not say that. Wow. That's <laughs> how you can tell it was the Lord's yes. leading. Yes. Amen. And I'm so grateful that you allowed him to lead you in this direction. It's definitely been a blessing being connected to you. Absolutely. And also everyone that I know that, you know, brings up your name. Name. They are so excited about being connected and, you know, um, being um, connected to you and you being a blessing in their life. So um, that kind of tied into my next question was, so I'll use two of them now. Okay. If you were not a licensed uh, professional counselor and we're going to move acting out the way. Okay. <laughs> what would you choose? What do you think you'll be doing? <laughs> that is a really good question. Oh my gosh, let me think. If I was not a therapist, and because I've ran from therapy, I've ran from it. Um, so I was a, a, a straight out of uh, grad school, and I was so afraid to take the national counselor exam, which licensed you. 
um, that I went from being a therapist to being a parent educator um, for parents as teachers. Um, I know I love helping people, so it would be a course somewhere in that, um, but I have no idea. Wow. Oh, wow. you come with the question. That's awesome though. But, but it does see it does yes. help you to see that what you're doing you were called for. Absolutely. And so I think you um might need to go ahead and get some um classes so you can do you come in with the good questions, thought provoking. Yeah. Come Amen. on with it. Amen. <laughs> So, Lena, so moving right along, mm-hmm. I, I looked at your Facebook page and I seen you put a post up. And let's just pause right there, too, because Lena has a Facebook page that she does a lot of videos on. Yes. Her videos are no longer than what, Lena? Probably 10 minutes? Three minutes. Three I try minutes? to I try to keep them uh, sh- no more than four. I try to keep them wow. at about four minutes to get the attention and then just enough like an appetizer. Get just enough wow. to kind of... Mm, they're and then so, you can come back for the full course. <laughs> yes, they're so powerful, power packed. I'm thinking it's like ten minutes, but yeah. When you then I think about it. So you even did one for Women's Month, and you had the many different hats yes. that people wear. Uh, wear, and I thought that was so intriguing. I had to, uh, you know, watch it twice. So this is the question. You had something on your page that said, uh, heal people, heal people. And I know that a lot of times it was very, very popular. It was like viral where people were saying, hurt people, hurt people. Absolutely. Actually, it sounded like to me it's the truth, but it was also giving some people an excuse yes. to hurt and to stay broken um, and not search for healing and also not humble themselves enough to be apologetic. Mm-hmm. It was almost like, oh, well, hurt people hurt people you know well hurt people hurt people but the person that hurt that's hurting if that's all they heard they wasn't going towards healing but I looked on your page and you had heal people heal people and I really really loved that and I was like now see that needs to go viral after the hurt people hurt people phase which is true um, but now there is a certain level of there's a like a wide variety of help that's out now that wasn't out when I was a teenager that wasn't out in my early 20s you know uh, especially being a woman of color um, I've you know I, I was afraid to go to a uh, therapist yeah you know I was afraid to go to a therapist that was not in my culture that makes sense you know I was very afraid because we used to go on to doctors you know and they were not in our culture um, we were used to going to dentists mm-hmm. so everything was a different um, nationality so when I uh, met Lena and seeing that she was a, a brown girl brown. Yeah. <laughs> seeing that she was a brown girl it was just um, I was I was amazed I was amazed which made it very much more per, uh, much more uh, personal for me to want to you know just get to know her and to see about her business and can you come out and pour to other people so that they can see us in a new light you know a brown girl doing big big thing so my question to you is can you elaborate on heal people heal people absolutely so in order for me to elaborate on that I'm going to go back to hurt people hurt people yes now honestly when I hear that saying everybody's been hurt period I don't care what capacity some people have been um, more traumatized than others but everyone's been hurt so if everyone's been hurt that means that everyone has probably hurt someone right but is that the final say? Is that it? Okay, so hurt people hurt people. Now what? So I'm, I've been hurt. I hurt somebody else, and then that person hurts someone, and then that person passes it on. I right. no effect. Right. So are we just gonna live there, or are we gonna say the glass is actually half full and say, okay, but there's a there's another piece of this. There's healing. Yeah. There's healing. So how about if we start looking at the glass half full and say, even though I've been hurt, even though it hurts. I am going to choose to heal so I can pass on something different yes. instead of that toxic poison. And that's where I came up with it. Because I'm just like, okay, so what's after the hurt? Are we done? Is, the conversa- is, that, is that where the period or is there the comma Come where on. there's another piece of this sentence that we need to add on to it? Okay, so after I've been hurt, I have a choice here. Even when you've been hurt, you have a choice. But there's a choice after you've been hurt to heal. Amen. And even there's a choice after you've Come been on. hurt someone to heal. So you won't hurt again. Hurt someone again. Hold on. Hold on. Come on, somebody. Let us stop right there. 
Can the you repeat? Door. Let's open the church doors. Yes, <laughs> I have to give Lena an offering. <laughs> Lena, can you repeat that, if you will? I know sometimes the Holy Spirit speaks through us, and we can't remember the second that we just said. But if you can just say that part again about heal people, heal people, and the comma, um, going to seek after healing after the hurt. Absolutely. So hurt people hurt people. We know that. And remember that there should not be a period after there, but more of a comma because there's more to it. So even if I've been hurt, I have a choice to heal from that hurt. And even if I have hurt someone, I have a choice to right my wrong and to heal and go forth. Amen. Okay. And so let's stop using that as a period. Hurt people, hurt people. Use it as a comma and say, but heal people can heal people. Come on. And let's start passing on um, 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 good things down the line versus all this poison and toxic Come on. stuff. So that's, that's important. It's very, very important. And I think that as a society, even though things are trendy, oh, it's trendy to say this, this, and this. Watch what you say. Because if you add a period at the end of that, then it just says negativity. Mm-hmm. So hurt people, hurt people. Then you pass it on. Then you pass it on. Now we're passing on more toxic stuff versus comma. But heal people can heal people. And it's a Come choice. On. Let's choose to heal so we can help pass that down. Amen. I remember one time I was speaking. And of course, it wasn't me that said this. Um, I said that a lot of people are saying hurt people, hurt people. But when would the hurt people get healed? Yes. That was my question because I got tired of hearing it. I'm a person that kind of get greased by a lot of cliches that don't make sense. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, you keep saying hurt people, hurt people. But when would the hurt people go get healed? It's time to heal forward. Like I was getting really grieved. This was many years ago. And I made sure I never said that again. And I just started praying for healing. And um, you never know where you are right now, who God will put in your life if you just make the decision to heal if you just make the decision to allow God to heal you um, some people don't know what healing looks like Mm -hmm. you know I had uh, I knew a person I was connected to and they would always say it's one thing after another it's one thing after another so when that one thing happened they waited till the after another happened so it was continuous drama um, toxic behavior relationships and that makes controlling issues come about um, just a mental health that wasn't checked and I always like to relate that to and call it unchecked trauma yes a lot of people have unchecked trauma to where uh, you know you can do the slightest thing but because they are already traumatized by even something in their childhood as I was you can do the smallest thing and it'll hurt them as if it was like the trauma before whatever you did or whatever you said. Um, can I pause you right there mm-hmm. when you said unchecked trauma? <laughs> We're so quick to check someone else. Mm. Let me check you. Wait, hold on now. Come let me, on, let me I check see where you're you going. Quick. <laughs> Let's try to see what boxes that we need to check. Come on. We're so busy trying to put check marks on other people, label people, do all these different things. But have we did the uh, did ourselves justice and was honest and looked ourselves in the mirror and say, oh, but what am I doing? Just like that saying, it says when you point your finger, there's three points because there is. Because at some point in you pointing that finger, there may be some sometime, somewhere down the line that you have done that same thing. Mm-hmm. And you need to check yourself about that. Yeah, but go ahead. That's true. That's good. That's good. It's time to get the unchecked trauma checked, (laughs) y'all. Instead of always trying to check somebody else. I used to say a saying many years ago. It said, instead of giving them a piece of my mind, you know, people say, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. I'm going to go off. I said, instead of giving people a piece of your mind, give them a piece of your heart. And if you can't tell, every time I get ready to talk like that, I get ready to do a poem. (laughs) <laughs> I used to do poetry many years ago. Oh, for it. Um, but yeah, instead of them giving you, instead of you giving them a piece of your mind, give them a piece of your heart. Um, that is another uh, thing that we want to go to next. We want to talk about love and how important love is in mental health um, and uh, in healing. And is that something that in your practice that you tell people uh, about love? You know what? Um, I would say uh, maybe two or three months back, it was placed in my heart, and I know it was the Holy Spirit that placed it there. Um, 
I started telling my clients, I love you. Wow. Now, I know that sounds very weird, okay? And it's not a... And we need to stop making stuff weird. You know what I mean? I know it may have sound weird because people don't hear that often. They don't hear those words and actually hear those words from somebody who actually means it. And so I started saying that and the tears that will well up in people's eyes when they heard those three words. Because they don't hear it often enough or they don't hear it authentically enough. Someone who truly cares about their well-being, truly cares about their mental health, truly cares about their healing process. And so love is a huge part of mental health and in counseling because you have to have love, compassion to do what you do. It's not about just going through that um, session and, all right, the end, collect the money, all right, and then we're on to the next. Amen. You have to have a passion for the hurting heart. You have to have wow. a passion for souls because at the end of the day, my thing is this. If I can support you through your healing process and lift some of those burdens off of you and God can um, and, and, and intercede and lift those burdens off and you can fulfill purpose like you need to, I have done my part. Amen. But it's through love and kindness. And love is important because um, the love shows where there's no judgment. Amen. For somebody who has a title who can come and, and, and lay the title off of them and just be who they are. Mm. And I, and I can look at them as a person and not the title. When someone can come and they say, I do this, this, and this in my secret time. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, well, you're not disgusted. Or, oh my gosh, you're not looking at me funny. No, I'm not. Because everyone has something. And I still see you for who you are. And, and that's what love does. It, it covers the multitude of sin. It covers those secret places. It covers those things that people don't want to talk about because they're ashamed. They feel dirty. They feel betrayed. They feel whatever it is. So that is important, okay? So that's why yeah. love is so important. Love, honey, love, L-O-V-E, -E, a four-letter word, <laughs> can change a whole environment and atmosphere. Amen. Yes. Love covers a multitude of sin, yes, the Bible says. So that is so, so, so good. So you all, I need you to reach out to Lena Chapman. Do not forget to follow her. Do not forget to find her. And if needed, um, please, 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 please allow her to be your uh, counselor in this season, in this hour. All right, Lena. So we're going to ask one more question and we're going to wrap up here. Absolutely. I do have another scripture and it says Proverbs 11 and 14, where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitudes of counselors, there is safety. So a lot of times people are used to uh, going off, making emotional decisions. And of course, since I was emotionally um, traumatized, if I was since I was emotionally uh, bruised, I made decisions that were good for me in that moment to yep. make me feel good. I made sure I ran from comfort confrontation. I made sure I never got into it with anyone. It was hard to say no because I was always afraid of the backlash or someone not being happy with my no. So I was a yes person. I kind of like to please people, not in a way where it inconvenienced me to a place of pain, but one of the biggest, biggest emotional decisions that I made was moving into a house that I knew that I shouldn't have moved in. And I was on a four-year journey to emotional trauma it was trauma after trauma after trauma um and the last piece really 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 allowed me to cry out to god and ask god to help me so um with that question do well with that being said what is something you would tell the listeners about just overall everything from um mental health from emotional trauma from physical trauma to uh, being feeling victimized, um, what can you tell our listeners um, about being whole? Absolutely. So, uh, even in the scripture, you said, "In the multitude of counselors, there is safety, haven of support. Haven is what is called a place of safety. Amen. Haven is is a place of refuge or safety." And so when we think about now good counsel now, we're not talking about a bunch of people who 
are just uh well you know I, you, let me put my two cents in there no 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 we're talking about good counsel godly counsel here and so when we talk about emotional um we're always going to have emotions god put it there we're always going to have emotions and feelings we are but when we um go to therapy it helps us be able to understand or know ourselves to the point where we know we're being emotional we know we may be being irrational and we can say let me sit down for a second and gather myself before I move forward before I open my mouth before I accuse before I label before I lash out let me sit for a second and gather my emotions and pray and seek God about this thing and that's what counseling does it gives you the tools to center yourself and to go and go to a place where you can settle down and think about what you're about to do so you won't make decisions out of emotion you won't speak out of emotion and then you won't have to be apologizing all the time (laughs) man amen and so it's it's very important and um counseling is important because it is a safe place it's a safe place because um the counselor's not going to say um after you done told them all your problems and say girl me too so let me tell you about this 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 and this and then you're like okay it's a safe place for you to release a safe place for you to gather yourself a safe place for you to cry to be angry to say those unspoken things of the heart we all have something that we really wish we could say even though it may be the meanest thing in the world maybe the most inappropriate thing in the world and we just want to get it out of us and just so we can just process through it but because we're afraid of judgment we don't say i really want to say this this and this well why did you want to say it nobody's ever going to ask you that they're just going to respond after what you said that's true and so when you get that question well why did you want to say what made you want to say that well because this this and this and then that person hurt me so i want oh so we're dealing with hurt here wow it's not really what you were going to say it was about the hurt that that person did and that's what provoked you to want to say that boom there we go come on i really like that i really like that when you were speaking that reminded me of a time where i was a little embarrassed to still be hurt let's touch right there really quick because i really feel that so strongly um i can remember uh losing me and my husband was pregnant in last year 2020 and um we had a miscarriage and i was devastated because i of course had two live healthy uh births and um i was so so devastated it made me so mad and angry because i was telling god i've already take losses you know well took losses i already took losses i've already been used i already been abused i already been mistreated now this like how did this happen to me and i just really had to put the scripture and put the word on it lean not into your own understanding but in all your ways acknowledge me i would direct your path i needed to be directed and then I put another scripture on it that said, um, um, God will give us a peace that surpasses all understanding. So even though I didn't understand it, I needed the peace of God to come in and give me uh, the comfort, you know, that I needed. So the Lord did just that. And then I can remember sharing it with Lena Chapman, y'all. I shared it with her via inbox and she immediately called me and began to talk. And I can really, really feel the anointing flowing through her so when she says she's a therapist being used by God it is the truth because I'm a living witness and testament to it that I felt God's anointed flowing through the phone for one I can say it felt like someone who didn't personally know me or felt like they owe me to help me that was the most beautiful thing about it you know we didn't know each other long but yet you still felt the urgency to reach out so that's how I knew that she had the heart of God and that's what made me feel so secure so it's I'm married but that felt different than getting it from my husband because it felt like that's his job to do my my closest friends that I know for 10 plus years it felt like that's their job to do but someone that I didn't even know uh maybe what a year or two years yet but will reach out into poor 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 that really really touched me and I can feel God's anointing his virtue just like the woman with the issue of blood when the virtue left Jesus he said who touched me oh I feel God I'm telling you I felt 
God. I felt the virtue of God over that phone on that day. And I can remember, and I say this with reason, I can remember crying in her ear and I almost felt embarrassed. But I was like, okay, I got to get this out because guess what? Everybody that I know think that I should be over the hurt from two years ago. Mm -hmm. Everybody thought, I remember almost sharing it, sharing just a little bit with someone. And they're like, girl, you still tripping off that? And I'm like, but it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. But that was that unchecked trauma because that spiritually traumatized me going through that. And I just remember your love and your embrace. Not to compare it with anyone that I know. I'm only saying that that was an ordained timing. That was an ordained place for me in that moment. You know, I do think everyone you know that God uses to uh, be a blessing and speak to my life but right now I'm just talking about what the Lord had for me in that moment he knew that that would happen he knew that we would cross paths when we did and in that moment he knew that he gave you what it took to actually you know use the words that I felt it was if I can describe it in picture it's almost like pouring anointed oil or um, um, just like some is it aloe vera Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like aloe vera over a sore that's the way it felt yeah Yeah, it was very soothing that's the word for it It was very soothing um when usually when you have a more familiar voice you know you're just really thinking they're just doing what it takes you know because they owe you they know you they love you um so that is something that i wanted to bring up that that is the very importance of having someone in your life a trusted voice a trusted licensed professional counselor such as lena chapman and she actually um she works alongside of ashley reese ashley reese yes she's been friends since we were 12 beautiful beautiful (laughs) that's beautiful so then she said haven is safety so haven support it's a safety support a system for us that's set up by god i know you know what i've heard the other day that some we're without excuse now there is help on every hand yes on every hand so we are without excuse and you list the listeners on today um i want to say to much is given much is required you have heard the word you have heard what can help you heal what can help you to move forward and what can help you to keep going so now uh to much is giving much more would be a required of you to get the proper help and the healing that you need that way you won't have to lead while you bleed that was another cliche that i kind of <laughs> got tired when we you know in our closing in our wrapping up that's a totally different podcast you know uh episode but I had got tired of that cliche just for a moment. I'm not saying that it wasn't truth to it, but I know sometimes we can take our favorite scriptures. We can take our favorite Mm -hmm. saying and we mishandle it and we misuse it. And that person stays stuck. They got a good cliche, but they're not applying the true transformational word of God to their life. So you see no transformation. You see no healing and you see no pushing forward. So that was another one that I uh, always used to, you know, hear. So, in our closing, Lena, um, thank you for that last word that you gave, you know, to the listeners and to the people. I hope that this session has been a, a blessing, a blessing, blessings to the listeners. It's actually been a blessing to me just thinking back and learning, you know, new things about uh, counseling. So before I'm going to ask you a couple questions, uh, they're really, this is like a really quick questionnaire. Gotcha. Uh, but afterwards, do not forget to talk about the training and the school Absolutely. and everywhere people can find you so let's go lena chapman what is your favorite scripture my favorite scripture is um the peace of god that surpasses all understanding um i know i only quoted half of the scripture but that is one of my favorite scriptures i have a lot and it's very hard sometimes to pinpoint one but that is one of them and that one just came to me um just because sometimes a favorite scripture changes with your season Whatever okay. Season you're in, so okay. Definitely peace. Yep. All right. Peace. So, what is the your favorite? Let's say world-renowned speaker. Ooh. I was um, afraid to say preacher, and it's not your own pastor. And I was so I said, let's say, what's your favorite world-renowned speaker? 
I'm going to be honest with you, Dr. Anita Phillips, I really like her. She is actually a therapist herself. Oh, wow. And um, she goes and she um, partners with uh, Sarah, uh, Pastor Sarah Jake Roberts a lot. Um, but uh, she travels with her kind of doing things. She is one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've seen her when they came to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I didn't know who she was, so I have to go check her out. Okay. What's your favorite ice cream if? Oh, I eat ice cream. Um, <laughs> so right now, I'm going to say it's in between. And I'm, this is going to sound like I'm like old. Um, butter, uh, pecan ice cream. And then um, the other one would be Rocky Road. And not even Rocky Road. I'm going to just say it's like Rocky Road, but it doesn't have the marshmallows in it. So it's like just chocolate with the almonds. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorites, but of a kind. Um, if you can travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? Ooh, so one of the places, uh, Hawaii is definitely one. Ooh. Hawaii. That is like one of my, I have to do this. Okay? I can see you in Hawaii. Um, Hawaii. <laughs> And then the next one would be, um, so we're going to Aruba next year for our 10-year anniversary. We're going to renew our vows in Aruba. So that will be, of course, another place I would love to travel to because I'm going to go there. I'm excited. Awesome. (laughs) Another question. What's your favorite holiday? My favorite, ooh. um, My favorite holiday would be, I'm sorry birthday okay that's, okay no, that sounds self-centered but i don't care um so it's my birthday just because i love the springtime and my birthday's in the spring and it's just a joyous occasion just to know that god has um allowed me another year to do what he has called me to do so yeah that's good that's a trick question because i'm kind of not a big holiday person so yeah, yeah. when someone asks me that um i usually like to say what's your favorite holiday if you know something you celebrate but so i love my birthday too lena so i do understand i do understand all right so what is your favorite alone time oh i love alone time and it's funny people probably when they hear me talking things of like uh, of that nature they would think that i'm an extrovert like i just love being around people that i honestly i love my space <laughs> <laughs> So I enjoy alone time. And so um, the morning, sometimes it's those wee hours in the morning between two and three. Sometimes I get uh, awakened at that time and it's a quiet time. It's a peaceful time or right before the, of course, right before the kids get up. Because again, it's quiet. It's peaceful when everyone is sleeping right in the middle of the night or um, not really too much at nighttime because then I'm just tired. But like those morning hours, those wee, wee morning uh, morning hours are, is my favorite quiet time. No one's up and no one's calling you and texting you, things (laughs) of that nature. And yeah, so perfect time to just get with the Lord. Amen. This is the last question. And this question is very, um, I love the question because people ask me. So I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite clothes color, if any? Clothes color. Oh, because my favorite color is green. I'm going to go with green. Oh, really? And I like green because it has so much life to it. And that's another reason why I like the springtime. Spring is my favorite season. It's because everything comes back to life. And so, yeah. So awesome. green because it represents life. It represents just um, nourishment and yeah. just all those wonderful things. And then, of course, it reminds me of spring. That's why I love green. So yeah. Okay. So is spring your favorite season? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love spring. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so my favorite uh, clothes color would have to be black. Okay. I don't know why. I had to actually break myself from that. I looked up one day and I had like a black everything. Yeah. yeah Maybe I, I had making like a white shirt under the black blazer, but I was just like, oh, wow. So that's awesome. Those are awesome things to get to know about you. Um, you know, sometimes, too, people think that counselors, um, licensed professional therapists don't have lives. Right. I'm so human. <laughs> if you pinch me, I promise you I'm going to screw. Okay? <laughs> yes, yes. I love that. Yeah, so... Um, um, I just wanted to just pull that out of you. And then I have one last question that is um, need to be answered in like a 1.1 1. 1 second. Okay. Okay. Sure. Plane or drive? Drive. Why? Because driving takes time. You have more time to process and enjoy the moment versus getting there quickly. I enjoy the journey. Here we go. 
Amen. And can't you see how that ties into your um, professionalism? (laughs) Amen. I love that. You can enjoy the journey. And even you said the word process. A lot of people are afraid of the process. It takes long. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Like, you know, some kids say if you're driving on a trip. So you love to, um, you, you would rather drive than use the one hour plane ride when it takes six hours to get there driving but you get to enjoy nature you get to enjoy life you get to see the creations of our almighty god and you laugh and talk and listen to music so that is a beautiful place to be in the process you all do not run from the process and um the counseling can be a step towards your process that's where god can prune you shape you make you mold you and you can be all that you are called to be so blessings to everyone and i am your host and your coach and billingsley don't forget to find me on and billingsley.net that's a-n-n-b-i-l-l-i-n-g-s-l-e-y.net i'm also on facebook instagram at and i am underscore and every other social media platform be sure to share this podcast it is so so powerful i guarantee you it will bless someone that you are connected to and that's what it's all about where god blesses you to be a blessing and in our closing we will let lena tell us where we can find her all right so you can find me of course on all social media platforms so um facebook my page is completely public so it's lena chapman on facebook chapman is spelled c-h-a-p as in paul m-a-n so you can find me at lena chapman and then on instagram the t-h-e-e underscore saved underscore therapist i'm also on clubhouse under lena chapman and um you can always give me a call at 314 325-1995 or you can look us up on uh, our website of havenofsupport.com havenofsupport.com yes amen amen and yeah i forgot to put my clubhouse plug in there clubhouse there we go (laughs) it's a new platform so we're loving it all right lena hopefully we can have you back soon i do feel like we need to have a part two because this is going to bless so many people and again you all keep your mind stayed on jesus so that he can keep you in perfect peace as always keep going and be blessed